Welcome to the Two Man Game podcast, podcast, part of the Pulse Podcast Network. Network. What a struggle it is today! Oh, some technical difficulties. Technical Had difficulties. to get the staff in here. Get two staff members. They threatened to call a third. <laughs> they that was some to, stressful stuff. They were going to call in someone to fix this issue. You know, that was a stressful day. Right, I didn't know so if we were going to actually get on the Last air. time, that lady's usually the one that lets us in. The, the yes. shorter, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what ethnicity, I don't want to <laughs> I don't. I don't want to go anti-PC Brunette, here. Brunette, short hair, darkish very skin. Very small. Yeah, yeah, very small. Last time when I was, when she was, she turned to talk to me when she was late leading me into the room last time. And she turned around and just ran into a wall and dropped <laughs> everything. She was like, oh my God, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 you're good, you're good. I, I'm not, I'm not important. I thought you mean she intentionally looked at a wall and just ran no, straight. No, 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 like she was just walking and she's like, she, the wall was just there. She was just like, just <laughs> bam, right into the wall. I was like, oh my God, this is really funny. That was great. A lot of stuff to talk about today. A lot LSU of stuff. had a great week. The SEC had a great week. We will. Despite Tennessee. We'll talk a lot of college basketball. We'll, it'll see if we have time to get to uh, the NBA. Not a lot happened. It was All-Star Weekend. Um, Nothing really happened. Straight deadlines over. It's trade deadlines like, over. Yeah, it's like it's just no kinda, games. Just it's kinda. a it's a it's a loud march to the playoffs. <laughs> like my wordplay there. Or, it's a march to the playoffs. I guess I understand. Yeah, it's that kind and, of season. Yeah. Or a march to the draft. You're, either, to the you're draft. looking either looking forward to one of two things: the draft or the or the playoffs. Or yeah, the playoffs. yeah, yeah. Because I mean, in some cases, the draft's more important than the playoffs. In a lot of cases. Like, are you telling me that, like, for a team like the Spurs, the playoffs are more important to them than, say, the draft is to the Knicks? No way. Yeah. No way. It, the draft lottery, we should say. It's who, they're not trying for Zion. We're going to see who's going to win that race. You know, that's a more competitive race than the ACC right now. So, hey, we watched hey, that that's game. We, we, watched, we watched the not trying for Zion triathlon. Or uh, whatever the the, uh, the not trying for Zion bowl. The bowl, yeah. Between, bowl the, between Atlanta and um, New York. New York. Atlanta's doing way better than they should right now. Like, what are you doing, Atlanta? Why are you winning 20 games? 20 games? You're Why winning? did the Knicks handle them like that, then? Yeah, the Knicks dro- uh, snapped a 17-game losing streak, so. Against the Hawks. Whoopty fucking deal. <laughs> I mean Tennessee. All right, all right, all right. Equally, all right. But that's first, before we get into anything teaser. else, we got yeah a little teaser that's for a little, you. That's a little gossipy poo teaser. Just a, a tip, cammy. Just a tip top of the show right there. Yeah. Tip top. Just, just a little tip. teaser. Right. First though, Bob. I don't know if you noticed, only me and Kenny talked. Uh, Goss. Goss is a little under the weather, so he <laughs> might sound a little different. Goss, Goss how are you feeling this, on you this feeling? fine afternoon? I'm doing pretty good, guys. Thanks for having me again. That's fantastic. <laughs> Thanks for having you. <laughs> you're a part of the. You're a part of the show. Yeah. See, Goss, since Goss is the lowest stakeholder in this, <laughs> we invite him. We have to. We have per- to invite him. I mean, if we don't invite him. He feels left out, and it's just like this whole ordeal with his exactly. emotions. And then and Goss kind of sits here and he mumbles his words, and I have right. to. Te- I have to. He's like a dog or like my child. He's got to behave. I got to smack him. Be like. Step up to the mic he's and like, talk. Jordan Warren should shoot better from three. I'm like, oh, I'm like God, it's gosh, like Jordan Warren should be a first round pick, and I'm like, he can't do anything but shoot forty percent from the field. Come on, <sighs> come on. And then, <laughs> and he gets increasingly depressed, and I'm like, gosh, I'm like, it's like having. Wait, why to talk- are we talking about him in the third person? He's right here. Yeah, it's like, yeah. well. <laughs> Goss did not go through a gender change. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> that operation, that procedure will take place in a couple weeks from now. March, so. I think March 5th is the scheduled date. March 5th. That's the March Madness for you. Yeah. Is that, that is when March, March Madness, Madness begins? Yeah. yeah. He told yeah. us, he said, he said, if Louisville loses to Virginia again on a last second shot, <laughs> I'll change my gender. I said that 
you're not goss. We're, we figured it out. <laughs> the listeners of this podcast are smart. They know that that's not goss because his voice is ingrained in their heads. They memorize every Probably. tone it has. No, this is our friend Kayla. Hi, guys. She's here because she, she has a deep love for Reed Travis. <laughs> Her, college basketball her, yeah, oh, watches Basically. a ton of basketball. Definitely knows the NBA real well. Mm-hmm. Uh, she just she wants to get golf. to know Reed Travis. Like, she just like she wants to take him on a mm-hmm. date. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love wine to. and dine him. Yeah, wine and dine and wine. just hang out. <laughs> Kevin Malone. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but she's here to help us when we get to like a debate of. Who's better, Nikola Jokic or Joel Embiid? She yeah. can definitely help. Uh, we're, we're not gonna have a showcase <laughs> still yet. We gotta put the wine on ice. Gotta. Gotta save the best for last. Sometimes the best things in life come at the end of the podcast. But we'll wait for now. Okay. So go, no Goss today. Uh, he's skipping out. For the next 30 minutes? Uh, I don't know when he'll be Is back. Is he coming? With these technical difficulties, he might be able to make it, actually, by a reasonable we might, hour. We might just have a star in the making right here. And we might have to. We might have a podcast probably star. better than Goss. Paul, ooh, ooh. Ooh. Hey, say <laughs> You're getting <laughs> big. Everybody, when they get on the mic, they get an ego about they themselves. Do. They, do. they just start talking, and it's... Hmm. See, Goss stays grounded. Yeah, he mumbles and he doesn't. He's Goss not is clear. Like DeMar DeRozan. Yeah. He's just a quiet guy. He knows he's insanely good. Like he he's would, just... he would cry if he ever got traded to another podcast on the Pulse Network. Like if we if we traded within the league, no. he would be very upset be and very sad. Upset. But anyway, the biggest game of the weekend for us, uh, Kentucky beat Tennessee pretty badly. Uh, got up by twenty four, and came I back a little, but you know came what? Back a little we were up by twenty two, and I was sitting there with a the Louisville fan. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm not, you can't be safe yet. Yeah. Still thirteen minutes left, twenty four. I said, book it, we're done. I turned off the TV, and you did yeah. not turn off the TV. No, I did not. It was, it was, it was <laughs> too good. It was fun. It was too much fun. I was enjoying it a lot. My mic is a lot louder than your alls. Oh, that's okay. also because I'm sitting right next to it. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Let's talk about it. Anyway, uh, so the the rare the rare top five team that loses. That goes one and one during the week and still moves up in the polls. Kentucky went from fifth to fourth. We passed Tennessee because uh, they were number one and uh, we beat them pretty handily. Grant Williams did a lot of flopping, a lot of hitting the a lot deck. Of flopping. First half they were not calling anything. They were like, "Hey, no!" First play of the game, uh, PJ Washington gets a charge, and I'm like, "Oh great, he's gonna have a second foul within 35 seconds, and we're gonna get killed in this game." Yeah. Didn't call another foul on PJ for the rest of the half. Good stuff. And uh, Grant Williams kept Plays falling down. Well. He kept falling down, but uh, he didn't get back up. He couldn't get. It. He couldn't pull his team back up with him. Nope. Yeah. It was a fun game. It was a fun, 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 fun game. game. I wish I could have been there. It was there for the Kansas game, and I heard the environment was even better, much louder. Oh yeah, I'm sure it was. Kayla was there with me for the Kansas game. I was. It, it was, was a loud. good time. Was... I was at neither of those games. That sucks. Yeah. Reed Travis dominated the Kansas game. Did not. He was good in this game, but not quite as He's good. He's good in every game. He looks good in every game. That and he plays good. He does. Oh, that's does not, he? Just not true, but I mean, no. no, he does play good in every game. Yeah. He plays better than I would play. Well, that is true. In the that's same spot, you know, and that's a, that's a tall task. Not Goss can't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he can't replicate my brilliance on the court. <laughs> All right, so Tennessee, uh, they didn't play a ranked team for like. Uh, Two and a half months. Do we Which actually is think an insane? Yeah, is that and it's why like they the SEC is not even about, bad. We've had we, like five or six ranked teams this year. Can you talk about how like Tennessee's played virtually no one and Louisville's played virtually everyone? Yeah. Well, Tennessee they played they played Kansas and Gonzaga in the non-conference full strength Kansas, one which was re- which is a really good team. Uh, yeah. And then they beat Gonzaga, uh, and they also played they beat Louisville too. Uh, Got to mention that. Yep. 
Grant Williams theatrics uh, did well. He made a lot of free throws in that game. So yeah, those are basically the three games they've played against good teams. And then in the SEC, they really haven't have a t- haven't had a tough schedule. They play Kentucky tw- uh, again, but the first time they get smacked in the mouth. It's like okay, now we got to doubt them. It's like they did go what eleven and 12 and zero to start the SEC. That's still impressive, even though they didn't play uh, any of the good Anyone, teams. Yeah. They still yet to play Auburn, Mississippi State, LSU, obviously, and. Uh, very losable but game. I still think they're a really good team. <laughs> I said, yeah, they're yeah, they're still, still to me, good. they're still one of the best five teams. It's like Duke, Kentucky, Tennessee, I think they're just Virginia, used to Gonzaga, be, to be yeah. able to punch somebody in the mouth and then mm-hmm. just lay down and not get back up. But Kentucky came out stronger. Rupert is a little different. <laughs> I love Matt Jones said uh, use the bully analogy. Yeah, that was a oh, that the was bully great. analogy the on bully, Paul we, Feinbaum show. Yeah, when the bully gets punched in the face, they have no idea what to do. He goes, I think Tennessee's a really good team and can still make a deep run in March. He was like, but like most bullies, when they get punched in the mouth, they can't respond. Yeah. And they did. They got punched in the mouth early. Second yeah. half, just never came back. We, we went like seven straight minutes where the only points scored were Admiral Schofield Tippins, which shouldn't have gone in in and of themselves. Boy, we and then after that, it was just free throws most of the time for them. We, we, we went on like an 11-0 run to start the second yeah. half. Or I mean, like that. that was a dominant defensive performance And then by came Kentucky. back because Admiral Schofield was making like dumb shots, and then, yeah. we, and then he hit a three, and that was the closest they ever got. From, yeah, there, was, was from there, it was just a, it was I just will a know, show. I don't, I don't think Kentucky – I think we beat them good in this game. We out, thoroughly outplayed them, but that was probably our best performance of the season. I'd say that in our Vanderbilt game. We didn't shoot all that well, but like we just yeah, we dominated the glass. We, we could shoot better than that. We we we, we just, didn't get we offense. We just played physical, and uh, PJ Washington had the game. It was like PJ, was, that. Yeah, him in the post is just dude he's so skilled. I think he be, I think he's been watching tape of me in twenty one. He, he's the baby hook guy. The baby he's hook a big. Guy. He's big. Uh, two dribbles, back him down, and do the baby hook. And when Grant Williams is six four, as good as he is, he's six four, six five. Uh, PJ's taller. <laughs> and you just get and it over longer. Him. Yep. Yeah, get it up and over him. So yeah, Grant neither Grant nor Admiral could stop PJ in any in Mm-mm. any way. Mm-mm. PJ's always played well. Last year he played well against them on the road. Went out with cramps. Yeah, uh, that's so right. That yeah. was that. We were up by ten when he went out, yeah. and then uh, yeah, we ended yeah. up losing by like ten or fifteen. It's okay, we got him back in the tourney. We got him back in the SEC tournament after they then came and beat us at home again. No, not not this year. They're not beating us at home. I do think the game in Knoxville will be uh, a lot tougher. Yeah. Uh, they're two. They're two uh, wing players, Lamonte Turner and Jordan Bowden, both. 37 and 40% three point shooters went 0 for 11 from the three point line combined. Yeah, they didn't, so, sh- they didn't shoot well. well I mean, you could, they had some open looks too, and they just missed them. Mm-hmm. But that's not going to make up for a 17 point deficit, no. and especially 24 in the second half. The only real player that played well, I thought, on Tennessee was Jordan Bone. Yeah. That dude is good. He is. I mean, like, honestly, like, I feel like he's the best NBA prospect on that roster. I mean, yeah, he's long. Yeah. He, he can shoot. He passes really well, and he plays good defense. He's the most. He's the most like when you think NBA prototype point guard. But like Admiral yeah. Admiral Schofield's the most talented. But Probably. he's not like he's just not like he's not. He doesn't have an NBA body. Yeah, and I he mean, doesn't. Obvious, he's, he's got great. an NBA body. He doesn't have NBA quickness for yeah, his size. He, like I mean, attributes is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, Jordan Bones. He's he's, he's been insanely impressive. No, he's been really he's one, good. For he's them. one of the best point guards in the NCAA. Oh, he is for sure. Like I could totally see him being a backup point guard for like 12 years. Oh yeah. Like a Monte, like how Monte Morris is right now, where he's mm-hmm. just like some guy that comes in, can make threes, plays good defense, and has a high assist turnover ratio, and just makes smart plays. Oh yeah, he's just a playmaker. And he's got that. He's money from that uh, mid-range jump shot. Mm-hmm. And never hits the rim either. It's just like it's like a Derek Willis form where it like goes straight in the basket, but it swishes. 
Yeah. Maybe Ash Dang's been watching that because he's watching him because he's he's got that mid range jumper kind of down. Yeah. He takes like one or two a game when it's important. Yeah. And he makes them now. But they're always important though. He never I, just takes them. They're always important shots. I will say him and Keldon. My God, how many times can we step on the line when we're taking shots? Every yeah, time, yeah. half the time, those two jack a shot up from out there. It's, it's the foot it's is on the line. Floor, yeah. And I, like, and then it's it's a weird dichotomy. When they when they make it, I'm like, I'm happy, but that should have been a three. Yep. Like, if we're gonna make it from that far out, we're not. We don't make a ton of three pointers like as dri- it is. And they <laughs> so might as well like, be a three. We always dribble on the baseline. I'm like, you're like you're like a foot away from the three point line. Just back up if you're gonna mm-hmm. take like a dribble pull up. Yeah. Just back up one more sh- step. You're wide open. Just take that. Hey, Kilden, you're wide open. No need to put put like you can pay attention where your feet are. <laughs> he did go. He did go three in a row though. So <laughs> he I can't he, get mad he at did him. have a little like Tayshon Prince. Oh, that run. was awesome. Not yeah. no Tayshon Prince is a little much. He hit five threes in a row. But eleven. Kelden had eleven points in a row. They're all basically jump shots. Basically three three pointers in that little run. Are you out of here? I sadly have to go. Well, that's lame. Oh, yeah, me and Kayla are working out with uh, uh, two-man game folk hero Noah Wilson later. Folk legend. Are you coming? Of course I'm coming. Oh, sweet. Work out. Okay, then I I'll see you there. I am not coming. My ankle oh, yeah. is still We have an injury update. Injured. Injury yeah, report. Thank you guys for having me on your show today. You're welcome, Goss. You sound so nervous. I was a little nervous, honestly. All right, wait, wait. You're just talking. Wait, just, <laughs> Reed Travis is listening right now. Reed Travis, give, it, give us your 30 give us second your pitch, pitch on why he, give us should, your... he should date you. Okay. Reed Travis should date me because um, I would make him food and I will take care of him and I will support him when he maybe goes to the NBA. If he doesn't, that's maybe. okay too. Maybe. Probably not though. What about overseas? Would you go to Germany? I would for him? definitely travel the world <laughs> for him. Um, what if he goes to Greece? You know, uh, crime rates are high. Maybe Turkey. You know, there's some good basketball teams go in Turkey. I would terrorism. follow him to the ends of the Ooh, earth. Oh, man, that's dangerous. To the ends of the earth. The, the ultimate the bodyguard, Reed Travis. He would be. He would protect me from anything. You do realize he's... Even himself? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, yeah, you <laughs> yeah, you would want him to protect him, protect you from everything but himself. I think yeah. he is amazing, and I love him. Oh, wow. Oh, you'd love him. Please marry me. Do you hear that, Reed? Please marry me. Please, old Pete. Okay, well, that Thank was a good sales pitch. Me. A little bit longer than 30 seconds. And we you ever, make- I, hey, Alex, you ever seen a trash compactor? I have. Okay, um, just wondering. I'll uh, Reed Travis just walked by. <laughs> oh, oh, hey. Reed Travis okay. and his girlfriend. Oh, oh. Reed Travis averaging seven points a game in conference play. Come on, buddy. And two torn. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Labrums. <laughs> two torn. He's yeah. got injury issues, man. Let's just make it his up. His girlfriend's got I- injury issues. Yeah, probably. All right, okay. on to Duke. Bye, Kayla. Uh, a rare, rare. Ex- <laughs> Can we get a round of applause? <laughs> Can I check out? No. Okay. Check out get Reed out. Travis. <laughs> I will. Get out. Goodbye. Sorry. So some rare. We get to celebrate Duke for a moment because Louisville got up 23 on them. Oh, what a beautiful. Look, they were up 20 with 10:22 left when I looked at it, and I was going to sleep. So I said, you know what? I I went on my Bovada account. I have like 10 bucks in there because they give you 10 bucks to start with. Yep. And I hadn't made a bet yet, and I was like, here we go. Two dollars, Duke to win. It's 30 to one. They're down by 20 with half the gate with half the second half left. They're going to do it. They have Zion Williamson, they have Cam Reddish, and Louisville sucks late game, late in games. They always turn the ball over. Chris Mack never wins close games. So, yeah, I went with Duke. And I woke up. Out for you? I went to sleep, and then I woke up at, like, I don't even know what time it was. It was, like, 11, and it was 69-69. The rule of 69, it was a tie, so I was like, tie goes to Mike Krzyzewski. And uh, they got the, they reversed the charge call. Apparently, you can review whether or not some a, a human being is inside a cylinder, but, but not whether or not a ball is inside, inside a cylinder. We're Different still cylinders, salty. but we're, yeah. We're still salty. 
Yeah, we are still salty. Right, but yeah. anyway, Duke comes back. It was just glorious. One the of the whole... most incredible comebacks I've ever watched. Honestly, yeah. It rivals the 31-point Kentucky comeback. I had, to watch, I had to watch your all's hero, the audience out there, your all's hero, personal savior, Cameron Goss, crumble to the size of a pebble as he watched <laughs> Cam Reddish hit a three after being passed between the legs by R.J. Barrett. Okay, that is the dopest play of 2019. It was the most sweat. Like, you have to pull it's up. Like if we... someone passes it between your legs and, you're, the, and the you three, pull you're... up, Oh to tie God. the game. And to come back and and down. Ugh. To tie the game. That's the dopest play you can ever pull. That is amazing. And, and I like, watched Cameron Goss fall out of his chair and crumble to the size of a pebble. Mm-hmm. And I just laughed. I laughed so much. Like, I can just foresee this exact scenario playing out in 2025. That same exact play where Barrett passed it between his legs to Reddish when they're playing for Team Zion in the uh, no. NBA All-Star game. <laughs> Like you can just see, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. They they came back because oh, they yeah, have progress. they have way better players. And then Duke this uh, on the week over the weekend uh, beat the crap out of NC State. Not, That's I mean, surprising. not not actually. I say beat the crap. You know what? Look, NC State is laughable. They've got a man bun, a power forward. They've got Kelly Linick two They scored twenty four points in a game. Kevin Keats says we do not cheat at this program. That and was the most. <laughs> that was the most amazing. Dennis uh, Jr. Uh, like I mean. Duke is nerdy, and their mm-hmm. student section is cringy. Yeah. Even though they call them the Cameron Crazies, they're all. If you zoom in on the crowd, they're all nerds, and they. They are. They really like. It's like this is the only thing exciting happening at Duke right uh-huh. now, ever. <laughs> but they did have the 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 funny like signs about like twenty four points, and as soon as NC yeah. State scored twenty four points, they, they like they started cheering. I thought, I, that, I was thought a, that was hilarious. That was, that was a classy move, you know. Um, Not classy. People people like fun. to say, uh, Coach K, uh, Duke students, awful people. They're always terrible to their opponents. Uh, they complain. They're they're cheap. They're dirty. They're no good. You know what? Look, they extended the olive branch. They congratulated you on overcoming a feat, scoring twenty five points in a basketball game. Right, don't really don't well. tell me this narrative that Coach K is a bad guy. Did you see that? <laughs> and I mean, look, Coach K, Coach Cal, good dudes. Coach Cal during the UK game shut down the overrated chant. Coach K let them let them cheer. He let them cheer for yeah. their uh, their accomplishment. Yeah, he let them cheer for their accomplishment. And when Kentucky fans were trying to take away from the accomplishments this season of Tennessee, Cal said, "No, we respect our opponents. That's all we do." When, uh, when the it Duke just fans, means more for these the two coaches. Fa- <laughs> yeah, when the Duke fans did it, yeah, Coach K just cheered them on. He said, "Thank you guys. Thank you." You know what? Uh, a tear formed in my eye. I'm I gonna thought. go. I'm gonna go break my back again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if they if they had started losing the game, he'd have been like, yeah, oh, the back issue. Yeah. I thought he was gonna pull one of those. Like, hey, me and Trey Jones have the same issue when they lost to Syracuse at home. Thought he's gonna take a few games off. Mm-hmm. All right. So then Duke, I, I've got a little game to play. Duke has obviously the four freshmen: Trey Jones, R.J. Barrett. Um, Came Reddish, Zion Williamson, who are as talented in that order, obviously. But guys, five through nine, the uh, the role players for I, Duke. Yeah. We are going to rank them. So basically, here are your options. You've got Marcus Bolden, and I'm going to make the case. Salt. Marcus Bolden, um, Salt, Mama's boy. No, no. Okay, we're going to go through yeah, them yeah, individually. Go ahead, yeah, go Marcus Bolden, Mama's boy. Remember three years ago, he was supposed to come to Kentucky, or he was down to UK and Duke. He's he, dra- he dragged the recruitment out till like, May 20th, and that's ridiculously long to drag a recruitment out, especially when most his people sign in April. His Duke. mom wanted him to go to Duke, and I and the rumors were in his he himself preferred Kentucky a, a little bit over Duke, but it wasn't so much that he was going to say no to mom. So when mom was like, hey, 
Coach K Sweet talked me. Um, me and Wendell Carter's mom, we've been hanging out a little bit, having a chat over some tea. We like Duke better. You're going to go to Duke, son. He went to Duke. Um, didn't do anything Sucked. for two years. Sucked. Kind of just rode the bench. Thank God we didn't get him. He's just but a, he's year. a big body. But this year, averaging, what, like five points a game? Something along those lines. Yeah. Uh, he is, I'd say he's the majority center right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, between him and Jack. <laughs> between him and Javin and, or Jack. Oh, yeah, Javin, we'll get yeah, to them. Javin. But anyway, that's the case for uh, Marcus Bolden. Uh, number, I think he wears number 20. <laughs> uh, all right, so he's the first one. The second one, uh, point guard Jordan Goldwire uh, was a three-star freshman last year. Uh, the first three-star I, th- I can remember, the Duke Blue, Go- Blue-, Duke Blue Devils recruiting in the last decade. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, you, when you hear, oh, three-star recruit Duke, you think, oh, it's some white dude that's going to smack the floor. No, it's Jordan Goldwire. Athletic. He's an athletic-ish, wiry point guard that's like 6'2". I feel uh, like whenever I turn on the game, like whenever I'm watching Duke, I feel like I always see him doing doing something stupid, though. He always commits some dumb foul or well, something. Well, he was a three-star for a reason. Yeah. He's got the... Uh, and, uh, actually, wait a minute, wait a minute. How tall is Jordan Goldwire? He's 6'2", sophomore, number 14. Uh, from Georgia. Really random player for them to pick up a couple years ago. But, look, he is, <laughs> he is averaging a robust .7 points a game, .7 rebounds a game, .7 assists. God's number, .7. It's not, it's .7? Like all great things, there's a decimal place in front. You can quote that one. <laughs> any of you, any of you high school seniors out there, uh, senior, and you need a senior quote? Just wondering. There you go. Like you're talking about, like salaries. Always start with the decimal point. Yeah. Um, exactly. Everything starts with a decimal point. Okay. <laughs> okay. There's the case with Jordan Goldwire. He's in the seven club, the point seven club, point seven rebounds, point seven assists. Uh, Just talking about this makes you realize how how dominant Zion and RJ and Cam are. Oh yeah, team. Uh, like RJ Barrett averages twenty two. They both average twenty two. <laughs> Zion, I mean, yeah, I'm not even gonna get into it. You don't even need to know any more than that. So, so we've got okay. We got Goldwire. When we say role players. We mean like role players. I mean like non superstars. Yeah. Trey Jones averages eight points a game, but honestly, he's a star. He's one of the dudes. He plays like you know, yeah, 36, yeah. yeah. There's four dudes. There's not even, I wouldn't even call them role players. They're just like Extras. the fifth guy you're going to put out there. Yeah. Who else are you putting <laughs> who out there? Who are you putting out or there? Or who is giving Zion five minutes to drink some water? Yeah. All right, <laughs> They're so not we, even role players. We've got, we've got uh, Bolden and Goldwire. Uh, the next guy we got to look at is Javin Delaurier. Um, he's Javin Delaurier. 6'10", 234 pounds, junior, number 12, out of Shipman, Virginia. I mean, come on, dude. You could have gone to Virginia. Why didn't you go there? Now nah, he wants to, to be part of the brotherhood, the hashtag yeah. brotherhood. The Duke effect. Isn't that what they said, the blue double yeah, effect? The they Duke basically effect. Just, they basically just copied Kentucky's thing. Yeah, but the, they, they, they did the Duke effect. They didn't even put the NBA players. They just put their roster. I was yeah. like, what? What is yeah, the what is the effect like? I don't know. This is just the Duke, Duke the Duke, the Duke team picture. No, but like they don't they want, why would they want to be Kentucky? Like they have better stars than Kentucky right now. Star like you mean NBA stars? No, no, on their team. I was gonna say like Duke is more fun to watch right now than Kentucky objectively. <laughs> I don't know. The Kentucky game was awfully fun. Yeah, but Zion. I mean, yeah. Zion's gonna outrate everybody. Anyway, Delorier kind of just he's honestly my favorite of the bunch because he's. He's tall, athletic. He can finish dunks. Although he did have that one travel in the UK Duke game, 
I remember we were down like 18, and he and he wide open layup. He shuffles his feet, and I was like, yeah, here goes a run. No. We I were, remember that. We got doubled up on after that <laughs> pretty quickly, too. So, Javin, um, pretty much the de facto center when they don't for the last, like, three years. It's like, yeah, we need a center to throw out there. Let's throw Javin Deloria. Marcus Bolden didn't work out. Let's just throw him Yeah, out. let's just throw Javin. Marcus Bolden's throwing a hissy fit right now, and his head is all over the place. Let's just – Javin, he's reliable. I like him. Also, averaging – Javin Deloria is averaging 3.4 points gained, 3.6 rebounds, 0.5 assists. Ooh, Marcus Bolden's numbers are a little bit better, though. Six points, five rebounds, 0.6 assists. So those are three so far. Then – if this guy isn't last, Alex O'Connell, 6'6", 6'6", are you kidding me? That guy's no more than 6'4". He probably, what? He is not that tall. They are lying. If you're making me pick. You were telling me Alex O'Connell's one inch shorter than Zion Williamson. <laughs> Have you seen these two dudes in person? I mean, I've seen Alex O'Connell. If you're making me choose, like, which, like, making me pick an NCAA, uh, uh, NCAA basketball player that I have to fight. I mean, he may be. I like don't a, care how tall he is. I don't care how tall he is either. He's not six. You could give me a choice between the short dude from Miami and him, and I'd still, I'd still pick. He's Alex six McConnell. six one eighty three. So you're telling me he's, he's he weighs less than me? Yeah, there's no way he's six oh six. Gosh, yeah, there's no way. He's gonna have at least some muscle on him, right? He's not just like a stick. If you weigh, he is less kind than of a stick, but still six six. That's he's, insane. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So there's him. He just basically kind of shoots threes, averages four points, one point, one, one and a half rebounds a game. Uh, honestly, just very hateable. His hair was awful for a long time, and it made me want to shatter a uh, pot on my face because, oh, my God, he was so ugly. And then I saw the other day he changed his hair. He's like the, he's going through like a little Nikola Mirotic stage. He used to have the longish curly hair, and now he's just a dude that shoots threes that has – Shorter hair, a little bit more well-kept, looks a little bit more civilized. Alex O'Connell stepping up in the world. Only shoots 37% from the three-point line on two attempts a game. So, uh, yeah, he's doing a lot. And then finally, the odds-on favorite to win a Duke Rural Player of the Year, uh, Jack White. Loser of two consecutive Jack-Off awards against Jack Salt. Uh, Jack Salt's just a tank. He's a machine. He's a monster. He'd be the perfect fifth man on this Duke team. But look, they have to settle for the second-best Jack. But the second-best Jack is better than Marcus Bolden, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Marcus Bolden hasn't been that bad, though. But look, Jack White is shooting 74% from two-point range, even though he only takes one attempt oh, I'd, from I'd inside say. the arc a game. I'd say that he also takes Jack three three pointers a game and is shooting thirty percent. Good job, Jack White. We watched him go over eleven against Syracuse. Look, ultimately Duke is probably the favorite to win the title, but I think they're going to lose before them because they'll have a game where they're throwing up rocks. And what happened in the Louisville game happens again. They get flustered, and it's actually against a team that's competent, like any he has team. A competent coach. How about, knows how to close that game? How about any team not named Louisville in this tournament? Hell, like. Lipscomb and Norfolk State could keep that lead, probably. Loyola I'd feel confident. Chicago. Loyola, Chicago. UMBC could keep that lead against Virginia. Come on. Uh, okay, so we're going to do the definitive ranking. I think number one, if you're asking me, I got to go with my boy Javin. Yeah. Give me Javin. It's got to be. <laughs> we're going to go one Javin, two. Ugh, I want to go with. I want to go with Gold. I think I want to go with Jordan. Goldwire. Yeah. Just because he, yeah. Three? I, I like Jack White. Yeah, White. Give me Jack White. Come on. Four? 
now it's Boldner O'Connell. <laughs> Boldner? Boldner. <laughs> it's gotta be Boldner. I'm and not putting O'Connell. Fifth O'Connell. <laughs> I can't wait till next year when these four guys leave and it's Vernon Carey, Joey Baker, Wendell Moore, and then these dudes. <laughs> because Vernon Carter's not leading a team. Vernon Carey, yeah. I mean, Where, yeah, Vernon Carey. Like, oh, no, he's nowhere near as good as Zion or RJ. No. And I don't think. Ball, like, he's a center. He's not going to, like, have the ball in his like, He's not, he's he's not as good as Marvin. Best. Like, if you have Marvin Bagley, this will work. Yeah. But he's not as good as Marvin Bagley. He's not nearly as athletic. He's not going to score he's as much. He's not nearly as big as a playmaker. Oh, no. Bagley's, like, I really like Bagley. Bagley was probably the best player in the country last year other than Trey Young. For all your Brunson love, come on, throw it out the window. I would, I would take Bagley over anybody else last year, besides uh, Young. Bagley, and even Young at and the end of the year, Young wasn't any good. So yeah, Bagley, Bagley, Young, and Bridges. Yeah, and I Bridges better than Brunson. <sighs> yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> okay, that was fun. We're gonna move on to the ACC, where uh, Duke is actually part of the ACC. Well, Duke, where I don't Duke know is if, running. Where Duke plays at Cameron Indoor tomorrow night uh, against North Carolina. I'm kind of feeling like North Carolina is going to take it. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why you're feeling that way. I don't know why. I how, feel wait, like how long is it? How long has it been since Carolina got hot? Uh, three games. They didn't get hot against Virginia. Oh, Wake Forest. They annihilated Wake Forest. They got pretty hot against Wake Forest. How many games ago was that? Oh, that was on Saturday. They mm-hmm. won by like 48. I said I didn't watch that game. I only... No, no, no. <laughs> that no. was that was the least. Of my... That was not on my radar. The Wake no. Forest. Honestly, you want to talk about the ACC? The ACC is not a really good conference <laughs> this year. I think. Okay, so look, you got Duke, Virginia, North Carolina, Louisville, Florida State, Virginia Tech. That's six teams. Are more than that making the tournament? NC State probably will. Syracuse probably will. And beyond that, it's it's kind of up in the air. Clemson is not winning any good games. And then Boston College, Notre Dame, Miami, Georgia Tech, Wake Forest, and Pittsburgh are god-awful. So, honestly, yeah. you can make an argument that the ACC is the worst power conference top to bottom. Or one of them. One of them. Well, yeah, but, I mean, the power... I'm talking, like, okay, we're going to leave the Big East out, because that's, like, a semi. And we're going to leave the Pac-12 out, because that's not <laughs> that's not even a... That's, <laughs> I was going to say. That's not even, like... like Gonzaga is better off playing in the West Coast Conference than the Pac-12 if they want to No, they would, lose, they would lose more games in the West Coast Conference. And they're going to lose zero, so that tells you a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but no, between, like, the SEC, like, even at the bottom, like, there's still teams that are competitive. Like, Arkansas's at the yeah. bottom. Vanderbilt has some good players. Yeah, they've got... Yeah, yeah. they've... Arkansas has Gafford and mm-hmm. Vanderbilt's got uh, Toy. <laughs> Missouri was, has beat some teams. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah. But like the, the bottom of this conference is just, oh my god, Georgia Tech might have the worst offense I've ever seen. They are so terrible. They shoot like twenty percent in every game. Yeah, not good. Uh, Big Twelve is even not that bad this year uh, compared to the ACC. So, but look, ACCs they usually get what ten or eleven teams in. Yeah, because I mean. Like let's see, like just look. Let's let's just look at last year. They got Duke, Virginia, North Carolina, Florida State, Syracuse, Virginia Tech, NC State, Clemson, uh, Miami. Yeah, that, that's like eight, nine, ten eight. teams. And this year it's six, probably guaranteed. And then we'll see about Clemson. Well, you just see that. You see that in all the NC like the, in the mock drafts. All the Kentucky, or I mean, sorry, not Kentucky. As the SEC dominates those. Like they. Look how many players there are in the SEC. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of talent, draft. and there's going to be more. There's in the so ne- much talent in the, ne- uh, in the SEC next year again. SEC is. N- it's just all the talent. So much better than it used to be. All the talent in the ACC is concentrated. 
on the oh, three yeah, teams. <laughs> yeah, I can't think teams. of a dude in, that I like in this draft that's not on Duke, North, North Carolina, Carolina, or uh, or Duke or, or Virginia, Virginia Tech, Tech as Nikhil. But yeah. other than that, it's like, who am I looking at in these other teams? Like, there's just not like no, a no lot nobody. of NBA bodies. And when you don't have NBA bodies, it's easier to beat people. <laughs> yep. So yeah, and then let's talk about Kansas and the Big Twelve. My dad, my dad was looking at it. And he said. He said Kansas is losing the Big Twelve this year, right? And I was like, uh, I don't think K- so. Kansas State, Kansas State gave it up. Kansas State was nine and two or eight and two or something. And then they, they gave, had a two-game lead on Kansas in the conference. They just and then gave up. Iowa State goes on the road, yep. beats Kansas State. Kansas takes care of business over the weekend against I think West Virginia. And now it's looking like, oh wait, Kansas and Kansas State play each other this weekend for the big for the Big Twelve. And uh, yeah, and Kansas is gonna win that game. It's at Kansas. So uh, look. We thought Kansas reign might end. When it should end. They're not the best team. With Gerald Vick. They're Iowa State the is the best team. team in this conference, so I still think they've got a shot. But if you're just looking at it, like how how is Kansas going to even do it again this year? They lost their two best players to injury. Or two it, of their three best, I should say. You whoever, who's Kansas State's coach? Bruce What's, Weber. Uh, yeah, yeah, Bruce He's Weber. He's doing my name poorly right now. He's got to be fired. Like I get that they they were gonna fire him last year, and then he made a little run and beat Kentucky. Xavier Snead got hot. You're kidding me! Like they lost Gerald Vick and Yudoka Azubuki, and you Mm -hmm. can't win the Big Twelve when you had a two game lead. Yeah, like you gotta you. They were putting they were putting Nigerian freshmen that were supposed to redshirt that nobody's ever heard of, and he's scoring thirty a game now. It looks like every time I look up, he's like scoring thirty, twenty three, and I'm like, really Big Twelve? You can't stop Oche Ogbaji, who nobody even have heard of. Okay, well, here I got the standings for Kansas State's ten and three, Kansas is nine and four, Texas Tech's nine and four, Iowa State is eight and four. Those are your teams. I gotta look at the. I kind of like. I think Iowa State's actually the best team in the conference, like mm-hmm. talent wise, and their schedule to finish out is not hard. They go home for Baylor, who's missing all their good players. I watched them Saturday. I actually kind of like Baylor, but they're missing their three leading scorers right now, who are all injured. So like that's an easy game. Then they go at TCU. Home for Oklahoma, at Texas, home or yeah, at Texas, at West Virginia. If you, I mean, like they can easily win all those games, and then they're set up at home against Texas Tech, and that could be for the conference. But do we really think Kansas State? They go at Kansas. Is there any way they win that game? Not not like they have been playing. I watched. I watched them against uh, Iowa Iowa State. mm -hmm. They. They gave up on that game. They're not that good. They don't have a lot of good players. We saw this last year in the Elite Eight. I don't know why everybody was so high in them preseason. It's like, okay, they beat Kentucky. Kentucky wasn't even that good last year. Because what's-his-face went off? Uh, Xavier Sneed. Uh, Xavier Sneed. He, went, oh, for, uh, he made five of eight threes, and they won a tournament game. When he usually shoots 13%. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, wait, look at their tough road. They beat oh, Creighton, and then UMBC, and then uh, admittedly bad Kentucky team, and then they lost to Loyola. Like, Kansas State just uh, they just benefited from a really easy draw and one a couple guys got getting hot and, yeah. and got put and in the got bracket hot. where the 12 the where 12 seed beat the, yeah. the 16 CC beat the 1 seed for the first time and they were ever. the direct benefactor from that game it's not like they yeah it's not like they were that good yeah. I don't think anybody thought Kansas State was still was good Weber even at got, the end of last Weber year just got lucky Bruce Weber got lucky man so I don't think they're going to win the conference this year they're just too mediocre to not they don't have I mean, theoretically, they to... could if they wouldn't go beat Kansas. And their and... leading scorer just got injured. Dean Wade, he's out. Yeah, I saw that. 
he was out in their tournament run, so maybe this is some Ewing theory. Maybe they're better out without him. I, I'll never forget when Dean Wade was the most hyped. They're like, you could play this game. And they, like, like, they were telling him like he was the next LeBron. And when he came in, he was awful. I was like, this team, terrible. Is, this team is he clearly better terrible. without him in there. <laughs> they were more athletic. They, they, they were better defensively. They yeah, yeah, like, they had, they like oh, wait, now we have five people that are athletic and can play defense. It, it kind of works a little bit better. Dean Wade. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. Kansas is scheduled to finish things out. Oh, they go at Texas Tech next week, and then Big Monday, next Big Monday, a week from now. Wait, today's Tuesday right now. We, okay, so a week Tuesday. from yesterday, the next Big Monday, they go, they're home for Kansas State. Then they go at Oklahoma State, at Oklahoma, home Baylor. Basically, they just got to take care of business this weekend against Texas Tech, or then, then I would they, get concerned. And then they have an easy road. And they have an easy road. It's not like Texas Tech has beaten anybody. They have Jarrett Culver, but that's pretty much it. The rest of their team's... Random dudes, pretty much. Like, yeah, he, most people probably haven't heard of him. Like Tariq nope. Owens, David Moretti. Yeah, dudes you probably haven't heard of. So, yeah, uh, I think it's going to be Kansas or Iowa State, to be honest. Kansas State, maybe, if everybody else sucks. But, like, this would be a crappy year. Like, when Kansas is – how many have they won straight? 13 or so? I was hoping that when their Big 12 – uh, winning streak came to an end. It'd be like because someone was actually really good, not because Kansas just sucked. Yeah, and lost two of their most important players. Two. Yeah, because like away can this year on road games, Kansas is two and six. <laughs> two and six. That's not good. Jesus. Uh, they're undefeated at home, so all four of their conference losses have come on the road. Um, but yeah, honestly, just not a not not an inspiring effort from the pack from the Big 12 this year. Like if Iowa State came and won it this year, I would be pleased. I'd be like, okay, that's a team with really good players that can actually they can make, make a, a run. They can make a run. Kansas State, I am going to say they can't make a run and then watch the same thing will happen or their bracket will, will open up and they'll beat one good team and they'll all of a sudden be in the final four and I'll look like an idiot. But I'll take my chances. Yeah. What are the odds another 16 seed? They get another 16 seed beat a one seed and nah. they get put with an honestly overrated Kentucky team. Yeah. Um, and a poor okay. performing, a bad, a, a poor performing Kentucky team as well. Uh, okay, and then the another conference that is mediocre, the Big Ten. Uh, to, to be honest, I don't think the Big Ten has it has an Elite Eight team. They'll be lucky to get one in the Sweet Sixteen. No. I mean, Michigan <coughs> is awful on offense. They haven't scored more than seventy in forever. That's usually not a good formula. To win in March, it's like okay, yeah, you're good defensively, but can you score? Because you know, you know, when you play crappy teams or random teams, everybody's gonna be making shots that they usually don't, and you gotta when be able to score. When their season's on the line, and it's like they can't really score; they don't have a go-to score. They yeah. think they do, but they just have a bunch of dudes that are probably better off as second options. Like, I wouldn't trust Jordan Poole or Charles Matthews or Iggy Brazdakis to take my last shot in a game. Of those three, who would you pick? Oh, Swaggy. But I mean, like you so? can't, you can't. Oh, of course, because of last yeah. year, and he's Swaggy. Uh, yeah. But yeah, like, I'm saying, year. like to run an offense through, like, like just you. It's like Kentucky has this now with PJ, like a guy. It's like okay, we're kind of not playing well tonight. We just have let's just go to you constantly over and over again, and you can kind of score 25 and save us. I don't think they have that dude. I think most of their guys they they move the ball pretty well, but I think most of their dudes just uh, get their points off a of system more than individual talent. So I don't know. I'll see. We'll see. And then Michigan State is just all kinds of injury yeah. prone. They just lost Nick Ward with two. He's got a broken, a fractured hand. I saw that. 
they want him to be back, but if he's not, they have no shot. Because right now, he's their second best player to Cassius Winston, who's admittedly been All-American level this year. But then after that, they don't have another good player. So if your best two players, if as after Winston, your best player is Xavier Tillman, who's like scoring like seven points a game, I don't really like your odds. Sorry, Michigan State, you're out. And then Purdue is Carson Edwards and a bunch of white dudes. The yeah. I mean they got the grad transfers and then Tyler Eifert's a brother and then Tyler, Ryan yeah, Klein, Tyler. which is a very very obviously white name. And then Matt Harms, the seven two dude who fixes his hair. Like, really, I saw Kentucky was projected to be a two-seed, and they were our three, and I was like, are you kidding me? Yes. P.J. Washington and Reed Travis would get 40 points apiece, and we'd roll. Because, honestly, there's not a lot of good teams after the one and two seeds. So, yeah, I don't like the Big Ten a lot. Um, maybe Maryland. <laughs> I'm just trying to I'm trying to give you hope, Big Ten. I'm sorry. It's really difficult. It's a dire, day, dire hours right now. Hell, you know what? Maybe Indiana can make a run. You never know. They only so. lost to Minnesota by like 28, but uh, it's not that bad, is it? It's pretty bad. They're so bad that they're supposed to land this five-star prospect named Keon Brooks. He's from there. He's still fa- hey, he's still favored to go there. Apparently. Hometown, and then uh, apparently he comes this past weekend, to, and he was there for the UK-Tennessee game, and yeah. So he's smart. So yeah, and then he's like, "Yeah, this is fun." And then all the all the crystal ball predictions lately flipping because yep. he canceled his Michigan State visit. He says he's gonna choose this week. We'll see. I mean, it'll be Kentucky. I mean, let's just get another five star cherry on top. He's of he, he's class. good. I do kind of like him. He's good. I think I think he's special. I think like I think he's good. Good. You, yeah, it's just gonna be tough. I don't like Khalil Whitney's gonna be the three next year. Yeah. And that's probably going to be his spot. But, like, I don't know. You could honestly put Whitney at four with, you know, like a – because he's 6'7". Six, 6'7". Seven. Six, seven. No, he's it's six, like six, a true 6'7". He's a true 6'7". And, like, PJ's 6'8 and plays there. Yeah, he, he, six, he, he can – I guess, like, I was going to say he can play more stretch four than PJ, but PJ's shown that he can absolutely play stretch four because he's shooting 40, PJ Washington, 44%. I read this. He's, he's having one of the best shooting seasons in the history, history of Kentucky. Kentucky and yeah. One of the best in the in this this past century in the NCAA. People do not shoot fifty percent from the three point line on more than a hundred attempts in a year, and he is doing that. That's absolutely insane. It's it it, it is truly remarkable. If he you made, would have, if you would have told me that last year, that that he would be doing that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, so we're winning the so national look, championship, right? <laughs> yeah, he made a fantastic decision to uh, return to school, just like Josh Allen. Just like Josh Allen, eight. Hey, not not related, but you at know, Kentucky, like, you you come back. They're good buddies. Yeah. They're good buddies. So like, yeah, he's gonna be a first round pick for sure. Last year he wasn't anywhere near that. He was a little. He was he's, a little. He's absolutely gonna be a first round. Pick. Oh yeah, he was a, like last year. He's a little pudgy. Didn't really have a lot of go to. He looks moves. like a man this year. Last oh, yeah. year with that little like poofy haircut, he mm-hmm. looks like a bull, like a dog. And then he would wear the the the, the t shirt because I don't think yeah. he had the muscles yet. He wanted to show off. But now now he looks like a man. He looks like he's like matured five years and he's like twenty four. He's like I'm ready to go. He's one of the best players in the country. Like tell me, I like to play this game with. NBA prospects. Tell me a team that wouldn't want to have him. Where Somebody he would, who's going to go. I mean, who can shoot, who can rebound, who has, like, a lot of skill yeah. in the post. Like, I could ask you, is there any teams that don't need a Keldon Johnson? And it's like, uh, yeah, a lot of teams don't really necessarily need a Keldon Johnson. Who doesn't need He's a, more of a potential guy. Who doesn't need an athletic uh, six, 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 seven, six, eight, stretch four? That can play really that, good defense. He can play really good And defense. rebounds the hell out of the ball and tries and is a leader. Like... There's I, there's no holes in this game right a, now. You're telling me I can get a, a more offensively polished Kenneth Fareed? 
who can shoot free threes. Yeah. <laughs> Although Ken Freed started to jack up yeah, threes, I, which is quite an interesting development. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. I, I, I PJ is flying up the draft boards, and we might get to like May, late May, early June when people when scouts really start honing in on who they think the top guys like, are. It's probably just gonna be like bam, like it's gonna be. I and then mean, it's like this guy's a lottery pick because he does everything well. He has so many great skills, and he's a sophomore, and he's young, and we're we're looking for this type of guy in the NBA, a six eight guy that can shoot threes, yeah, and plays really hard. And plays good defense. So yeah, I think he'll rise just because of the amount, the totality of his skill set is mm-hmm. very, uh, very compatible to the current NBA. And we got off a little tangent there. And then I don't know much else other in college other than uh, the Southern Conference, the SoCon, mid major. You got to watch this tournament this year. It's a must watch. <laughs> and he's shaking his head. Okay. But what if I told you Wofford, who has the greatest, the highest volume three point shooter in the history of the NCAA, and Fletcher McGee? <laughs> they Fletcher? call him the James Harden of the NCAA because <laughs> he basically is a white dude that wears a sleeve and he does step back threes. <laughs> Wofford Terriers won 15 straight. Kenny. I haven't been following Walford this year. Look, man, they they got a lot of votes in the AP poll. Uh, you think I've watched all the Walford games? Not every one. Only like 20 or 22 or so. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I haven't watched a ton. But, yeah, um, they've won 14 straight is what I mean. Hmm. Somehow they've won 14 straight in our 15-0 and 0 in the conference. I guess they played a conference game in between the uh, non-conference and then okay UNC Greensboro we watched them play they were they were impressive for a for a mid-major they have that one dude that's all tatted up and looks like he's uh, he's like a courier on the wire or something like that he was bombing threes till we put Hagen's on him so yeah I got them UNC Greensboro where uh, my my uh, my old pal Thomas Nepshield goes there he runs for the cross country team my shout boy out. Yeah, shout out Thomas the, he's trying to look like Steve Prefontaine these With days. With the mustache. Yeah, the mustache. I'm digging it. I'm a big Tom fan. I do. I like it. And then look, uh, Kenny, we have Furman. The, who, they have the player that set the NCAA record this yeah. year for most threes in a game with 15, Jordan Lyons. Not their best player anymore. Uh, he kind of stopped shooting well. And Furman started losing some games. But anyway, they still beat Loyola Chicago and Villanova, both on their home court. They beat half of last year's Final Four. Well, in last year's champion. Come on. Look, Villanova sucks. <laughs> well, look, just because Penn beat Villanova on their home floor. <laughs> Penn? Yeah. And, exactly. and, and just because Michigan beat them by 35 or whatever, it doesn't really matter, does it? Yes. Nah. <laughs> You're right. Look. Furman's great. Furman. They yeah, were, they were, wait, wait, I got to check my, I think they got as high as 11 in my rankings. <laughs> There's no, no way. Mm. Yeah, dude. dude. Dude, Furman was ranked in the AP poll for a couple weeks. Because they were undefeated with a win at um, at Villanova. I'm telling you, man. Look, Furman's good. I'm telling you, this is three more interesting teams than you're going to find in most uh, mid-majors. Plus, they have VMI. We played VMI, and what's the, Bubba Parnum? Bubba, yeah. He Bubba. was th- He was doing that thing that you see in the NCAA tournament. I think he peaked. they peaked too early. Where he throws up every shot. They went 19 of 36 from the three-point line against Kentucky and lost the game. Like now, I know VMI is 
seven and nineteen and one and thirteen in the Southern Conference. But look, B- Bubba Farnham, <laughs> you may I mean like if any team makes the most n- electric player if, <laughs> if any team makes nineteen of uh, of thirty six threes, they should probably win the game. That is such a high volume of threes and to shoot easily over uh, easily over fifty percent. You should kind of do a little bit better. So look, okay, I'm looking through. Furman got as high as number twelve. And they dropped out because <laughs> they lost to some crappy team. <laughs> well, but look, tell me this isn't interesting. And then we have Citadel, the Citadel, the most interesting college ever. Gave gave Alabama football the most interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, well, they interesting were tied half. seven or ten to ten at the half. So yeah, you've that uh, Chattanooga. Uh, don't have anything to say. East Tennessee State, Kentucky played them last year. Mercer, they beat Duke one year. When they, they were 15 did. seeds. That so, was yeah. a long time ago. So, yeah, don't tell me the Southern Conference isn't must-watch television. Like, when Wofford and Furman are going at it for the title game, <laughs> I will be tuned in. For the SoCon Conference title? Yes. Yes, yes. Like, I watched – I had. I started scouting some of the mid-majors. I watched uh, some of Loyola Chicago versus Missouri State. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Loyola Chicago's winning another tournament game this year. There's no way it doesn't happen. The- it's just no. It's just Sister Jean was in attendance, and yeah, she's still alive. It's been a year. Yeah, so she's, <laughs> she's ninety four. What's one more? Like, <laughs> I mean, she was. She looks like she's hanging on by a thread. Yeah, she's in a wheelchair, and her skin's really wrinkly. Yeah, but didn't she have like some sort of health scare, dude? In the office, when you're ninety four, health scares are coming like a mile. Yeah, minute. yeah, they're just not a big deal. They're just bang, 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 everywhere, all over the place. Yeah, heart attacks everywhere, strokes. Um, okay, so I think the Southern Conference, uh, this probably sounds ridiculous, but I honestly think it's better than the Pac-12. <laughs> no. Uh, Stop. Okay, can I read you a stat? Conferences by AP votes this week. Uh, the Southern Conference got more votes than the Pac-12. That is bad, but... <laughs> you want to tell me something now? <laughs> yeah, I, I did. Arizona State could still win the SoCon. Over Wofford? <laughs> yes. Over Furman? Yes. <laughs> Who are you? The Arizona State is terrible. They lost. <laughs> they lost to Princeton. <laughs> uh, oh, so they couldn't win the Ivy League, but they could win the SoCon. Yeah, they couldn't win the Ivy. <laughs> Princeton's good. <laughs> no, wait, what? Princeton's always good. You think Princeton's good? No, but um, okay. Well, let's look at Princeton then. Who's the best team in the in the Pac-12? If it's not Washington, early. yeah, Washington. Princeton is thirteen and eight, five and three in the uh, the Ivy League. Hey, at least they didn't lose to Penn like Villanova did, who was three and five in the Ivy League. At least Penn made the tournament last year, though. They did. They almost. I I thought they were going to be the ones to beat the one seed, but they were not. Arizona State beat Washington, who's the best team in the Pac-12, though. But I mean, look, they had some awful losses. They lost to Princeton. They lost to Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt, really? Vanderbilt beat him by 16. Like, what, what is going on? Vanderbilt almost beat Tennessee. Almost. <laughs> Vanderbilt crushed Arizona State. Yeah. So look, what I'm telling you is... Is Wofford's better than the what Pac-12? What I'm telling you is the Pac-12 is worse than the Southern Conference. The right. Southern Con- This isn't even one of the good mid-major conferences. This isn't like the MAC or something. This is the Southern Conference. The Southern Conference... When was the last time the Southern Conference even won an NCAA tournament game? It was probably when Mercer beat, beat Duke. Duke. I feel like Warf- has Warford not won one. 
Wofford. They're in there. Wofford. Wofford is in there a lot, but they don't. No. They even won one? No, they did not. Yeah, Wofford got 32 votes, all of them for the Southern Conference. And Washington got 20, so they out. (laughs) You know who else got more votes in the Pac-12? The Mac with Buffalo. (laughs) Yeah, but I, yeah. Oh, boy, even Yale got a vote. (laughs) All right, so Pac-12, we hate them. I'm telling you, man, you don't watch the Southern Conference, you're missing out. One of those, there it might be a two-bid league. If Wofford could, honestly, if they don't F it up from here on out and they just win their games, they'll get a bid. They can lose in their conference tournament and probably get a bid still. So, look, Kenny, like, do you understand that what I'm proposing to you is the possibility of a Furman versus Wofford national title game? <laughs> no, stop. Start. No. <laughs> Start thinking about it. I'm Start not. planning. <laughs> buy your buy your tickets. Buy your and tickets. Buy your... That, would, no, that would be the lowest Final Four ticket of all time. What are you talking about? I would buy all of them <laughs> and scalp them That's for fine. millions of they dollars. They would be twenty five cents each. <laughs> no man, like you want to go see like enough. Even even, even adjusting for inflation, like. Enough. You know, even without adjusting Dude, for inflation, that'd be the cheapest ticket of all time. I'm tired. I'm through with the NBA player talk. Like this is college basketball. It's not the NBA, man. I don't want to. I don't want to see Zion. I get to see Zion for the next 15 years. Do I get to see Fletcher McGee for the rest of my life? Answer me that. What about what about Jordan Lyons? What about the 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 I don't even know the firm the Wofford Terriers. When was the last time a team named the Terriers won a national championship? These are the stuff oh, you should think recall. about. I can't recall. You want another Wildcats to win? Really? We just had a Wildcats win last year. And two years ago. And five years ago. Wildcats have the most championships of any mascot. Uh, Yeah, probably. No, they do. You think so? They do. More than Bruins? How many does Villanova have? Three? Two. No. Oh, three. I guess they won back when it was in Rupp Arena, right? Yep. So we're tied. With the Bruins. Yeah, so what I'm what I am telling Unless you Unless Kansas State has won a national title that we don't know about. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm buying my tickets to Minneapolis. Uh, I'm one-way ticket because, uh, look, look, I'm going to get absorbed in the Furman so love, and I'm just going to go home with them. Walford, Kentucky. No, 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 no. Kentucky, really? No. Reed Travis, is, he's from there. Look, in an ideal world, the committee looks at Walford and Furman and says, you know what, uh, they've done enough to get in the, in the tournament without winning their conference. Uh Attorney, so like Southern Conference tournament plays out. Wofford uh, forfeit. Everybody forfeits so that VMI and Bubba Parnum get back in. Yeah. And with VMI and Bubba Parnum, who's averaging twenty points a game, and like, and then we can have oh, shoot. How can we get four? So okay, we don't need four SoCon teams. We need three, and then Sister Jean can go back a return visit. For a matter of fact, and then that's your final four. Tell me. Tell me right now. That's you your final take that. four. Yeah. Or you mean that's your first four? No, that's the final four. You mean first four? No, Kenny. You think <laughs> you think those teams are bad enough, really, to be in the first four? Yes. No. Look, Bubba Parnum's averaging twenty-one points a game, and he's five eleven. We need him in the. Didn't tournament. you just say they're seven and eighteen or something like that? <laughs> I didn't say. <laughs> you didn't say that. No. We can seven and eighteen tapes. is not. Can you get that? They're not seven and eighteen. Don't get what that idea. What are they? Seven and nineteen. <laughs> One and thirteen in conference. One and thirteen okay. in conference. Yeah, and they almost they they we only beat them by ten. 
We let them score 82. Their only win is against... Oh, who could it possibly be against? They've lost to all the good teams. Oh, they beat North Alabama. Ooh, that's a quality win. That's that's a tier one win, right? Yeah. That's a quadrant one win. Oh, yeah. They lost to Virginia Tech, though. Mm. And they lost to Kentucky. So And they lost to Pittsburgh. So, pretty good. Pretty good team. Um, <laughs> like, we know they can go off for 82 points. As, and still lose. Like, <laughs> oh no! That, is that their highest total of the year? No, they scored 106 against Kentucky Christian. Not even a university I've heard of. <laughs> I, I'm from, we're from here. Yeah, and we're we from have, here, and we haven't heard of never, that. Never, I have uh, never. They don't heard even. Of that. They don't have a logo here on Google. Also, VMI beat Goucher. <laughs> That's not a place. You're lying. To Goucher, me. 98 to 34. What? That's not a real score. <laughs> it is. That's not a real score. <laughs> Goucher. I don't know what Goucher is. We're going to look him up. That's not a real basketball score. You're lying. Mm-hmm. Look, dude, I'm telling you what. <laughs> There's no way. Mm-hmm. And Bubba Parnum had... That's a D3 school, right? Bubba Parnum had 19 points. I, Dude, I don't even... Ooh, let's look. It could be like an NAI. <laughs> they beat him by 60... What did you say? 34, 98? Uh, 98 to 34, yeah. They beat him by 65 points. It has fourteen hundred students. They are less than our high school. <laughs> huh? Division three, yeah. I was gonna say. Oh, they have a division one volleyball team. So oh, that's good. Look, man. These they've always said these aren't these aren't basketball conferences or volleyball conferences. Basketball just happens to be a sport the rest of these teams play. Like field hockey. They're just kinda there. Yeah, they're just kinda there, you know, in the background. It's like we've spent a solid ten minutes talking about the Southern Conference. About Goocher. And look <laughs> and uh Wolford and, <laughs> and Kentucky Wal- Christian. Wolford. Hey, Kentucky Christian still put up a pretty good eighty points. Name one player in Kentucky Christian. Uh Cam McDonough. <laughs> I think he goes here. Oh, does he I haven't seen him around? He does. He we're talking here. we're talking about the point guard for our high school team who wasn't any good. Oof, why would you say that? What do you mean? I guess he doesn't listen. is he gonna argue me that they were good? That he was good? I bet he would argue that he's good at basketball. Comparatively to the rest of high school basketball players? No, he's not good at all. Oh, yeah, that's probably true. He's, he, no, I meant, and, and I wasn't talking about him. I was talking about the team. Oh. Our team sucked. <laughs> for, a private in, for a private school who wins state championships in almost every sport except for football. And basketball. We expect excellence. And he was not giving us excellence. We had one kid that was big and tall and Reed Travis-like who was 6'7". And that's about it. Our team is awful. So um, we're hitting about an hour. I got to go work out with Folk Hero Noah Wilson. Maybe we'll bring him on the pod next time. Someone just texted me. And Kayla. What'd they say? Alex, what time are you going to catch the bus? Confused souls, man. For a second, I thought I got a text from Chris Early. <laughs> you know my policy. <laughs> but wait. Okay, we're out of here. We do have to ask, though. I... Sit and chew on this one. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna tease next podcast. Hypothetically, hypothetically, like look, just sit, tweet us your answers. Um, at the two man game. At the two mg. Oh wait, no, we gotta do we gotta do a couple more minutes, because uh, we gotta do our Dirk Diggler Award for the week, presented by new sponsor. We get to do an ad read today, here at the end of the podcast. The the, the boss probably won't like this. What's he going to do? Listen to all of it, trying to find the ad read? Tell him mm-hmm. it's at the very end. Here's the ad read. All right. Uh, Tix Blix. 
Ticksplits.com. Why does it have to be like, what is that called when you can't, when something's like, what? Oh my You're God. Describing it the, wor- the word for when something's like, like seashells by the seashore. Tongue and, twister? Uh, yeah, it's a tongue twister. <laughs> Whatever. I, like, my brain's fried. So there's assonance? Consonants? Yeah. Is that consonants? The tick splits? Yeah. Okay. Tick splits. T-I-X-B-L-I-T-Z dot com. Uh, tickets for sporting events, concerts, uh, Broadway shows. I think they even mentioned dog shows, rodeos. I don't know. What, Things whatever. that require tickets. Things that require tickets in this day and age. Service industries. Service industries. Entertainment. Um, parking. <laughs> I don't think they do parking You tickets. can't buy a parking <laughs> ticket, but look, hey. <laughs> you can go there and see. I, I'm not going to rule it out. Uh, and the price you see is the price you pay. Uh, they're not going to not going to tax you anymore. They're not going to say, "Oh, look, fifty nine ninety nine. Then you go Service on and fees. it's and it's seventy dollars and it's shipping in it. No, none of that. The price you see is the price you pay. Every ticket, every venue, everywhere. You can buy a ticket to come sit in this office and listen to us. Uh, this, is, this is a public building that we're using right now. Yeah, like, but that door locks. Only I can <laughs> let people in. Nobody can get in here unless we let sure them in. A key. Yeah, but look, the listeners don't have keys, and if they do, I'd be very creeped out. <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be weird. Either that, or our listener, or the people that came and helped us, the uh, the shorter woman who runs yeah. under walls. Is the one. <laughs> Takes flicks. We got a promo. Maybe card. it was Trump's wall. She looks like the type. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. All right. What's the promo all right, code? All right. Promo code Pulse. P U L S E. In case you didn't know how to spell it. All caps. All caps. All caps. Uh, to save five percent off your order. Oh, they're so nice. You know, when you, if you buy something for $20, you get a dollar off. Oh, boy. Uh, steep one. But look, are using you use this promo code, you support the podcast. That's how this works. If you're going to buy tickets, why would you not use this promo code? The price, the price you see is the price you pay. Every ticket, every venue, everywhere. How could you go wrong? If you're ever going to buy a ticket, go on here. Promo code PULSE, P-U-L-S-E, all caps, save 5%. Ticksplits.com, T-I-X. B-L-I-T-Z. You hope support the podcast. C-O-M. You hope God. They are presenting <laughs> our Dirk Diggler, big, bright, shining star of the week. Mine is Cameron Young. Kenny and I were sitting in the library, and he was like, dude, are you going to watch the All-Star game? And I said, enough with terrible basketball. Like, the best of the best, they play the worst brand of basketball. They truly do. They don't try on defense. And I'm all about defense. That's why I told him, no, Kenny. Instead, I'd rather watch Quinnipiac versus Siena. Quinnipiac versus Siena was about to tip off. I didn't actually end up watching it. But, look, I, I checked it. Uh, triple overtime uh, game. A thriller, really. What conference is that? Oh, it's not the Southern, but, look, we'll call it the Southern Light. Yeah. Like the second best mid-major. Anyway, Quinnipiac's Cameron Young. <laughs> Mine, mine's, mine's pretty bland. Cameron Young scored 55 points. What are you still going on about Cameron Young? 55 <laughs> points. Hey, I got to tell why. 55 points, 10 rebounds. Oh, just a little double-double. Uh, not. I mean, look. 55 points. You're not going to see that unless some of their names Marcus Howard or Chris Clemens. You're not going to see that very often. And you do it in triple overtime. And look, Quinnipiac won by 7 points. 107-100. Come on, Quinnipiac. All the defense in the world in that game. Just triple overtime. The lads are putting their hearts into it. Cameron Young. Look, when we have a lack of Camerons in this room, I need to bring, I needed to find a way to put a Cameron into this podcast. And without Goss, Young was the only option. So I went with Cameron Young. My Dirk Diggler. He was the big, bright, shining star against Sienna. All right, Kenny. 
Who's yours? I mean, mine's mine's pretty uh pretty uh basic. Is he pretty? Well, PJ, pretty boy? PJ Washington is very pretty. Uh, he won AP Player of the Week, so yeah, it's a good choice. I mean, he's got just gonna it. copy off the AP. We are the AP, I'm though. Sorry, we he are played. the Associated Press. We get a vote it'd in the poll. Hard, <laughs> it'd be hard for you to argue someone who played well, definitively better than in a huge game than PJ Washington. Oh yeah, biggest game of the weekend. He was the biggest star. And look, when the lights were big and bright and shining, who was the star, Kenny? Dirk Diggler. And PJ and this PJ week. And PJ Washington. Same person, everything. Um, We're going to shoot when I want to shoot. That's what PJ Washington said. He goes, I'm going to shoot when I'm goddamn ready to shoot. <laughs> Jack. And Cal Perry's like, what the hell? I'm not Jack. And he looked at him. He said, it's just not sexy like it should be. Yeah. He's going to do that to Jack White. <laughs> In the championship game, he's going to do baby hooks over him. He's going to like, he's like, I'm going to shoot and make when I'm goddamn ready to, Jack. <laughs> or Jack saw, I don't know who we're going to be matched up scene. against. He's going to look him dead in the eye and say, it's just not sexy like it should be. And he's going to say, yeah. It's just not sexy like it should be. And with that, we're about done. It was an hour. We didn't even get to NBA. But look, NBA isn't real All-Star basketball. Weekend. Shout out to Hamidou Diallo look, for winning the dunk yeah. contest. Uh, probably the worst actual basketball player to ever win the dunk, con- dunk contest. He's up there with Jeremy Evans of Utah, of the Jazz, a couple years ago. I mean, Diallo doesn't I mean, play. He's a, fr- he's a first. He's player. a rookie. He'll he's end up playing. He'll, he'll be a little role player, but usually the people that win the dunk contest are generally pretty decent. Um, like Zion's gonna win it next year. Oh, oh okay. So. Sorry, kind of half. Dirk Diggler, Chris Camp. I mean, uh, uh, Chris Clemens, leading scorer in the University. NCAA. Yeah. yeah, gotta give a shout out to him. Past the three thousand point club. Honorary Dirk Diggler. Ow. Honorary. Yeah, he ba- he's him and Marcus Howard, man, every week they're pouring it in. Yep. He's averaging 29 points a game, shooting 11 threes. Go, Chris Clemens. You're like sub six foot, man. You're telling, you're looking at me and you're saying, why can't you be me? And I'm saying, I, I don't know. I could be. Okay. Like, I mean, look, my life just went differently, man. He makes me depressed every minute. Uh, but we're going to sign off here. I really have to run. Uh, one more little note, little nugget. Where is Chris Early? <laughs>